on the spot, and for the first time in a long time, the gang is here. Say hello. Hello. First time, long time. Yeah, <laughs> special guest Chris Allen. Special guest Chris Allen and special guest Lauren Scott. Hi, Lauren. <laughs> Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Lauren is our brand new 38 The Spot host and Kansas City Spotlight host. So very appropriate that she's here on the 38 The Spot podcast. <laughs> so welcome. We're so happy to have you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me on here. I'm excited to talk all things TV and movies because that is all I've been doing for the past five months. Yeah, same same with us. Uh, except Chris, he's been fixing his house up. That too. <laughs> um, yeah, so unfortunately, none of us have actually met Lauren in person. Although, Chris, did you meet Lauren in person? Have you been on a shoot with her yet? No, no, no. we have like literally never met face to face. So none of us have actually met Lauren face to face. We've only seen her wonderful, beautiful face through Zoom. Um, and we're still getting to know you. Totally. We don't we don't have that office banter that we normally have when we're sitting next to a new person and uh, initiating them into our uh, group by badgering them about movies and TV and the stuff that they've been watching. So yeah, she hasn't had to listen to us just jammer on about movies and stuff yet. Yeah, and I'm bummed about it. I'm bummed. I'm missing out on like the the atmosphere of being in the office. <laughs> us yeah. working from home every day. So, oh. So this is a good time to kind of like get to know get to know you. Why don't you tell everybody your uh, give us your like elevator pitch story about about what what what's Lauren all about? Like where'd you come from? Uh, Lauren, what are you into? Uh, born and raised Chicagoan, Southsider. Um, moved around a lot after college. You know, I've I've worked in TV for I guess six years now went worked in Houston went uh the Lincoln Nebraska for a year Omaha for a year then back in Chicago in Chicago I hosted a food show for WGN called Chicago's Best so basically I just went to different restaurants and ate amazing food it was great <laughs> um and uh you know I thought I was gonna be in Chicago for a while but uh COVID made some things change <laughs> <laughs> and so now I am in Kansas City, and so far I'm loving it. I'm loving it here. It's awesome. You're a Midwest gal, though, so you're yeah. you're used to you're used to this area, which is I'm sure totally. nice. Yeah. Especially come, like living in Omaha and Lincoln. I'm like, I used to visit Kansas City for something fun to do on the weekends, so it's cool to actually be here now. It's awesome. I'm loving it, yeah. You said you've been uh, keeping busy watching movies and television. What sort of things are you enjoying right now? So the thing I'm loving right now, the final season just came on Netflix. I just finished watching Shit's Creek. Tell me you guys love that show. It is the funniest yes. show. Uh, we're, we're, watching just, we're, we're watching it again for the third time. Uh, oh, wow. It is the funniest show. It's what I just put on. Like if I'm just, I have nothing else to watch. I just put on Shit's Creek. It's the funniest. Yeah. I love Mora. I love the way yeah. she says babies. I just love <laughs> <laughs> Why can't take another bye-bye in this home? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I could watch that all day. Um, what else have I been watching? I've been, I told you guys, I've been watching the Marvel movies in chronological order. I just nice. watched Ragnarok last night. Oh yeah, one of the best ones. Oh God, 
how, how many of those are you getting to it? Like, are you doing one a day or are you kind of like skipping days? You know, sometimes like, I, I skip, I, I've skipped a few days. I've watched, when I first started, I was watching like one or two a day. And that like those Thor movies have slowed me down because the first two, I mean, guys, what the, what was that? <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, they're rough. And then I am in three, really. I have to take a break after that one too. <laughs> what is happening here? But, are, you, um, are you including the Hulk movies in, in this oh, viewing? I skipped the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, that was the, the Hulk was the only one that I skipped. And I was very pleasantly surprised by Ant-Man. I really yeah, I love Ant-Man as well. I love Ant-Man. Paul Rudd, Casey Native. Yeah. Gotta really? love Paul Rudd. Yeah, did you, yeah. Oh, Paul okay. Rudd's from Kansas City. Uh, I'm surprised that you haven't gotten the bombardment of everything Paul Rudd, because, uh, yeah, we love him here. No idea. Yeah, so... I've been uh, spending a lot of time doing that, and uh, I don't know. Watching, also, watching. David Desmalchin, who we had on this podcast. He's really? the, yep, do you know who he is? He's an Ant-Man in the Wasp. He plays the, is he like Russian in that movie, Justin? Russian, yeah. Yeah, he's like the Russian friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Another cool guy. Yeah. And then I also watch, like, uh, anime. So I've been, like, binging Avatar that came on Netflix and Katara and all that stuff. Although the last season of Katara, I, I haven't gotten through it yet because that got kind of bad. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I've been keeping busy with, trying to avoid all scary movies now. Oh. Because you, said, you uh, said before we started recording that you uh, do not like scary movies, which surprises me because I thought you were doing really well on one of the horror movie questions until Justin took like all the questions away and with all the That was me. People do get get our voices confused. I got all excited. I was like, oh like Lauren likes scary movies. Okay. But mm-hmm. apparently you don't. So you know I the last scary movie I saw uh crap I can't even oh I was probably not uh us oh the, yeah yeah that was a good one us and good. right now i'm actually watching um the hunted of Bly mansion on netflix oh. with my boyfriend because somehow i've gotten dragged into that but <laughs> okay I want, I want to take on that because i started it because i i'm a huge fan of uh the creator mike flanagan mm-hmm. after the first episode and i was like all in and then like we're i think we try to finish episode five and we're like we can't anymore it's it, it's like so slow it's, it's way very slow and i think i'm on episode four or five and i'm like what the heck is going on here is everybody hunted what is happening like I, it has to it better be like a really good payoff because i'm like the the children are hunted the people in the house are hunted the what like the babysitters hunted everybody by different ghosts <laughs> like what's going on here <laughs> Yeah, and it's not as scary either as I thought. Like after the first episode, I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be really good," and then now I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, "The original one, um, the, the Haunting and Hill House, Hill House, yeah, that was pretty good." I and saw you know, parts of that one, and I don't like scary stuff either. But um, yeah. I caught a lot of episodes, and I thought that was pretty scary. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was living in Chicago, and my roommate was watching it. We had one TV, so I was like, "I guess I'm gonna sit down <laughs> and watch this with you." So I got dragged into that one. But yeah, if I can avoid it, I just, I don't like gore. That is one thing I don't like. So if it's like more than a PG-13 rating, I just. (laughs) So most of of our listeners know this because we've talked about this a lot, but I'm the opposite. I don't mind the gory stuff. I hate the ghost demon 
things. Like I don't handle hauntings and uh, like exorcisms. Like mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm sleeping in my eyes closed. And I'm like I feel like it's standing right over. Me. Yeah, I know it is. I know it is. Like if you're watching uh, the hunting of Bly, what is it? House or mansion? I just keep the guy with the glasses. I'm like, I know, like, I'm going to, like, open my bathroom door and he's going to be standing there. <laughs> so I think that's, like, part of what, like, with the gore stuff, I'm like, I think I can handle somebody coming at me with a knife or a, an axe. It's like, I think I can hold my own there. I don't, I wouldn't do well if a ghost was coming at me, though. Yeah, what do you do? Yeah, what do you do? That's what's about um, paranormal activity, if you've ever seen that. That... Yeah. That's a movie that at the time they they really sold it well. Like the marketing was uh, brilliant, kind of like Blair Witch, where it made you think like, "Oh, this is real." Um, and and that was one that really like stuck with me, just because is it a great movie? Maybe not, but uh, just the fact that like, how do you fight something you can't see? Yeah, uh, that's always been kind of crazy. I've always been into like the suspense of it all. So I've always I grew up. My dad made sure I watched all the Hitchcock movies, and you know. Hitchcock isn't really gory. It's just super suspenseful. And that is what always, like, that's what always got me. Although I remember just the birds, like, messed me up as a kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't deal after that. Lauren, you have, like, such a well-rounded, like, movie TV preferences. Yeah. Like, anime, I, I didn't expect you to be an anime watcher. And you're throwing out Hitchcock. Like, I think it's just because I... Who are you? Awesome. <laughs> a girl who grew up with this her dad and her brother, and they both watched those things. So that, so that <laughs> is what I end up watching. <laughs> Heavily influenced. I love it. By uh, the men in my life. <laughs> I, I mean, I hear that. I pretty much just, mm -hmm. when we can't decide, it always is what my husband wants to watch. And he exactly. is also very into film and TV more so than I am. So <laughs> that's I, I end up watching really good things that I wouldn't mm -hmm. normally watch. Because up to me, I'd probably be watching Made Manhattan reruns and Harry Potter, like, all day, every day. And nothing wrong with that, either. When I was trying to put together my top list, I was like, can I put Harry Potter? Can I just put all the Harry Potter movies? Just lump them yes. in there? Yeah. Sure you can. I think, I, I think all seven counts as one. It's all, it's all one. Yeah. Um, well, we should just lead right into that, because I'm very mm -hmm. curious about what, what your top ten, how, first of all, how hard was it for you to nail down? Wait, did you say top or ten? Or top five, top sorry, five. top five, no, like, no, oh top God. five, top five. That was my, my bad, my mis, my misspeaking. Um, it's probably because I was counting seven Harry Potters. Um, yes, how hard was it for you? Was it easy? It was pretty hard, because I, since I do, like, such a wide range of movies, I was like, okay, I know, I love rom-coms. And then I also like action. Oh, I'm thinking of something now that I didn't put on the list. Crap. It can, it can be 5A or 5B if you need, if you right. need to. And comedy. Okay, that's acceptable. And so, um, yeah, I actually, I'll, I'll cross one out and put it on there. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was a little difficult for me to sit down and like put it together because I do like so many different genres of things. Um, and as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking of other movies that I'm like, oh, I love that too. But, you know, I'm just going to give my list. <laughs> Stick with it before I make it too complicated. Okay. Do, do, uh, I mean, are they in any particular order? They're not in any particular okay. order. Okay. Fire them off. Okay. So, uh, as far as like romantic comedies go, romance movies, I got Love and Basketball on here. Love that love movie. It. Grew up with that. Um, Coming to America. Yeah. 
just such a classic. I, I can quote that movie literally all day. And the sequel's coming out in December. I'm so excited about that. And I heard it's just going to be um, uh, on, like, well, on they Amazon it. Prime. Amazon. Um, Amazon Prime, yeah. So I'm excited for that. Black Panther is on my yeah. list. I, I, I just watched it the other day uh, before I watched Ragnarok. And I was like, oh, gosh, this movie doesn't get old. It's like some of the best like character development Absolutely. I've ever seen in a film. It's just amazing. And a hell of a cast, too. Yeah. Love Michael B. Jordan. So like good. Chadwick, rest in peace. I don't know what they're going to do without mm -hmm. him. Like, he's awesome. Um, I have uh, Eternal Sunshine the Spotless Mind. Love that movie. Wow, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then last but not least, I just thought of this one, Fifth Element. Oh, I love Fifth Element. Fifth Element is my I love Fifth Element. That's awesome. <laughs> one of my favorites. A very quirk, quirky and cool list, man. That's a great top five. That is a great I have top to five. Say, I think Love and Basketball is so underrated. Like, oh, I grew up watching that too, and I, I, I don't know why it always stuck with me. I love the, um, the, the scene where they're like playing basketball together in the bedroom or whatever. Mm -hmm. The like, basketball scene? The basketball, no, but it's like this, <laughs> I don't know, like, be like they're like playing. Where they're in love. So, like, <laughs> the end. When they're like playing uh, uh, pig or whatever it is, a horse. Yeah, play for his heart. I just, I don't know. I, I really, really love that movie. That's a great movie. Until she bit Beyonce. Until she bit Beyonce? Yeah, oh, she bit she's Beyonce. the one that bit Beyonce. Oh, <clears throat> you're right. Yeah. I forgot all about that. She bit Beyonce. Yeah. She did bite Beyonce. Y'all don't forget that she bit Beyonce. <laughs> Um, I think that also has like one of the best movie soundtracks of all time. Yes. I love the soundtrack for that movie. I would, I would sing okay. that, uh, okay, that, uh, uh, whatever, I don't <laughs> know what the song is, but it's like a love song, yeah. I don't, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm not going to say I know what you're talking about too. You, Chris. Yeah, I'm sure we just lost uh, two viewers there, so. <laughs> uh, no, I only know what you're talking about too. I don't know the name of that either, but it did have a good soundtrack. Mm -hmm. That's just a good movie. I mean, I I feel like they're just not making rom coms like that anymore. It makes they me sad. So I have one. My if I had to put one on the list, uh, my top five. I didn't say someone great is on Netflix. It's with uh, Gina Rodriguez. Oh yeah, it it's is really good. Such a good rom com. I love that movie so much, and I cry every time I watch it. Just I haven't seen that one. It's good. I was Lakeith. just saying yesterday that they don't make rom-coms like they used to anymore. And that's like a really, really good one. What what got booted off your list just now? It was Someone Great. Oh, that someone great got booted good. off. But uh, it's definitely, it has Lakeith Stanford in as a history. Uh-huh. Yep. Stanford. Yeah. And, he, <laughs> and he's amazing. And it's just, yeah, really good movie. Is that the one where she's a writer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I do remember seeing um, the trailer for that one because I like Lakeith a lot. He's, he's Brittany good. Snow, she hasn't been in anything in a while, I feel like. Yeah, Brittany Snow's been perfect. in perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, and Gina Rodriguez is pretty good. Yeah. I never saw it. Was she the, she was the lead in Jane the Virgin, right? Jane the Virgin is one of my favorite shows. I haven't seen that. I haven't either. Jay the Virgin is hilarious. It's like a uh, modern t or an American take on a telenovela. And you just never know what's going to happen. It's really funny. 
as for that show, but it's a lot of seasons. And you and you couldn't you had trouble deciding Harry Potter, so I take it you're a big Harry oh. Potter fan. Yeah, huge Harry Potter fan. I read all the books. Uh, my very the very first book. Uh, well, how young was I? My mom read it to me as a bedtime story. And then, uh, yeah, and then I just became obsessed. Like, I've always been obsessed with Harry Potter and slightly Twilight, but I don't want people to judge me. So. Okay. <laughs> we, had, we all had a, that Twilight phase. I I'm mean, only going to judge you, depending on what, how you answer this question. Are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? Oh, God. It's very upsetting. Because I feel like Edward's a creep. Like, so when I look into it, Edward's like a hundred year old man, perv, like on this like 16 year old girl. <laughs> Watching her in her bedroom. And, and the other one is a dog in love with a baby. So, exactly. So I'm like, ooh, what? Like, let me back There's no good choices. This is the problematic choices <laughs> all around. But maybe, maybe back in the day, I was team Edward. Yeah. That's the right answer. Okay. <laughs> Respect. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, definitely uh, got, to, got into Twilight when I was in college. I was like, I feel like I'm a little too late to get into this, but here we are. Here we are. So our, our Twilight phase hit, like, just when, you know, we were all in our, like, young 20s, like, all, it, it kind of, like, hit the newsroom through a wave. Like, we were all kind of in our first TV jobs in Wichita, and, uh, like, one producer started reading it, and then it got passed on through the reporters, and then, like, it was just, like, this wave through the newsroom of everybody, like, getting obsessed with like, Twilight at the same time. So, like, bad. yeah, know it's, bad. it's, it's terrible. Know it's, it's not terrible. good writing. But and that's what all the writers in the newsroom, like, all the producers were like, it's terrible writing, and all the reporters were saying the same thing. But everybody, like, we'd come into work, and then there was three books, or four books? Four books. So it was like this, like summer of twilight, where we'd all be coming. Where were you? What page did you just read? Oh my gosh, did you hear? And so it was just this, like entire. And then the movies came out. So then we all like as a group went and saw the movies, which were also and bad. The but movies, good grief! <laughs> but once again, I saw all of them. Yeah, got in line. Day they came out. <laughs> I've actually seen two of the movies. I've seen the first one and the third one. And they're coming out with a prequel. Oh, yeah, the or the other, the opposite. It's his, mid, his, it's his. Midnight Summer. I think that's the name. Yeah, of it's through his his out. story. It's not a prequel. Mm-hmm. It's through like Edward's viewpoint, I guess. Yeah, which is terrible. Just milking that franchise. I know that's not gonna have Rob Robert Pattinson in it. So I mean, I I think the the worst part about well, not so the filmmaking was awful. Um, but I just I can never get into uh Kristen Stewart. I just she's so like. Oh, you don't like the. I don't even know how to describe her. Her breathing. Yeah. <laughs> she bites her lip. Yeah. I think I think Kristen Stewart's come a long way, but for sure that was like the like prime. That was like the apex of Kristen Stewart is not good and why is she in movies? Mm-hmm. How did she get cast in a single thing in her entire life? She's gonna be Princess Diana soon. They're, they picked her to be in a Princess Diana movie or TV, made for TV. I don't remember which one. Yeah, she's gonna be Princess Diana. Her and Dakota Dakota Johnson for me are like on the same level where it's like, how are you getting roles, especially Dakota Johnson? Although I saw her in like for two minutes in the social network when I rewatched it and I didn't know she was in it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and Justin Timber, or um, um, I, I'm bad with character names. Oh, yeah, in California. When, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, like she's actually decent for two minutes. And then, but then it's almost like if you get her in doses, it's fine. 
But then for a whole movie, I'm like, I can't watch her and Kristen Stewart. That's just like pure nepotism was decoded yeah, that way. Her parents are famous. Not a good reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, any other questions for Lauren? Lauren, any, anything else you want to add before you go to your next uh, appointment? <laughs> I have another another movie because I thought about anime, Spirited Away. I don't know if you guys oh, have ever so seen yeah. that. Oh, I, I, it's great. Miyazaki? I that in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like all those movie. movies. Mm-hmm. Those are so really that's good. my other honorable mention on my list, but... I haven't seen. Yeah, Spirited Away is such a good one. You have to watch it. It's just like, the, I don't know whose imagination like thinks of those things. Like, it's just, it's beautiful. I, I love it. Yeah. I agree. I like all of his films, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not super, like, I, that, that's like my anime as far as my knowledge of it goes it's like the Miyazaki films that's it but I like them so I'm sure I would like I would like other things yeah try Avatar The okay. Last Airbender okay Such show. great fantastic show yeah sounds good I'm just like laughing because I'm looking down at Justin and Chris and Justin's got his Ghostbusters shirt and Chris is his, his Goonies shirt on it's very appropriate I for our podcast. My shirt. I, did, I, I didn't come prepared the only one I have is a R2-D2 and a Back to the Future shirt. Those are my two movie shirts. That's all I have. Well, Lauren, thanks so much for hopping on and joining us and introducing everybody to um, the joy that is Lauren Scott. We are so happy that you were able to come on. Oh, well, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, we can meet one day in person. Yeah. Well, you just, you just put yourself on the list of guests that we go to tap when Chris can't be on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thanks a lot. Um, so we jump into some of this movie news that we got. There's a lot. I didn't even add, I didn't even add some of the things because I was like, oh, we don't have time for all of this. Glenn Close, Amy Adams are uh, vying for Oscars again this year. My guess is Amy Adams is going to be on her like eighth nomination and is probably not going to win, but it's for uh, the Hillbilly Elegy. The trailer came out for that. Yeah, Ron Howard. Ron Howard's movie. Um, based I on a book. Watched, I watched the trailer all with the sound not off because it was I was lying in bed and I watched it. So, oh. yeah, so you I'm have like, seen you've kind of seen it. I've seen it on mute. Yeah. <laughs> um, Justin thinks Glenn Close is gonna win for this one. Well, I just think like just it's like it's time just give her one. Like after the whole thing with the wife and everybody thought she was gonna win and then Olivia Coleman won and. Uh, like, you know, she's, she's also been nominated seven times, Glenn Close has, so it's like... I think Amy Adams has, too. Maybe it's not quite that much. She's had a lot, too, so it could be, but yeah, Six? it's like, yeah. it might be. Because she, she got nominated a lot in, like, a small amount of time. Oh, that would uh, be so sad if they went up against each other and neither of them won. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually, watching it, I was curious if they, would, if they would be able to put one in Best Actress and one in Supporting, or if they were going to have to both be in Supporting, but... I don't, I don't, I'm not even that interested in the movie, to be honest. Like, I thought the, I thought the trailer looked fine. It looked like, it looks like one of the Oscar movies that's going to feel like a chore to watch, but, but I'll, but I'll watch it, of course, you know. <laughs> okay, well, Amy Adams has one, two, three, four, five, six. Gosh. That's well, crazy. I'm worried. So, first of all, I, I was seeing some people were, were getting upset because uh, they were describing this trailer as Ron Howard shows it how hard it, or shows everyone how hard it is to be white in America. <laughs> and I know he's getting backlash uh, for, is it his next movie he's doing? 
in the works. I totally forgot about that, but um, I think it was um, that he wasn't like casting an a Asian person or something for a role. I forgot what it was, but I- It might have just been that he was doing the, that, that, that he's doing the movie and they think that maybe somebody with shared experiences should actually do it. But, uh, but I didn't actually see what the movie was about. It's like, it's like I saw the controversy before I saw what he was actually doing. Yeah, and I don't even see it on um, on his IMDb yet. But my biggest concern, I think, is just Ron Howard in general. Like when <laughs> I'm looking back on his IMDb, I I couldn't tell you like a really good movie that he has done since uh, The Grinch. And, well, I'm like borderline on The Grinch, but Apollo 13 is probably Apollo 13 and Ed TV. Ed TV is even a stretch. I just grew up on. <laughs> Apollo 13 is probably his last like great movie but then ever since then it's been like just duds everywhere in my opinion and so I don't know I'm not really I, I'm not looking forward to it just because of the director which sucks because I like both Glenn Close and Amy Adams um which I know that shouldn't deter anybody away from seeing this movie um because I'm sure Glenn Close will and Amy Adams will give incredible performances but I'm concerned so that's my <laughs> yeah I totally understand that I actually didn't know that Ron Howard was doing this. I, the book is like very popular. I didn't read it, Ryan read it, but um, it, it reminds me a lot of The Glass Castle, which came out um, before this movie, like several years ago, but it's kind of the same story. It's like really poor people in the Appalachian Mountains and um, God, Brie Larson was in that movie and Eddie Harrelson. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was like three years ago. Yeah, I, I never saw it, but. It's a very similar story, it sounds like. So, um, but yeah, it comes out on Netflix if anybody wants to check it out. Um, so it'll be next month, November. Another trailer that came out, which looks terrible to me, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, Mank, which is, I'm sorry, but it's uh, Fincher. And I don't like saying that I don't want to see a David Fincher movie, but I have no interest in this whatsoever. But it's, um, did you just psh at me? <laughs> he did. He went psh. It, it doesn't, doesn't scream Sarah, it, that's it, for sure. It doesn't scream Sarah. Justin <laughs> and I thought it looked like another Roma, maybe. Like, it'll be this year's Roma, where it's, like, a super artsy, like, appeals to a very, like, uppity class of film watchers really, yeah really splits like general audiences aren't gonna like it but yeah was that my doorbell i thought i heard a doorbell i was like what <laughs> just has to go answer his door oh my god that's <laughs> fine it was just the ups, UPS okay. which is good because my front door is really hard to get open it would take me a minute and it would be what? embarrassing see me back there why is your front door hard to open it's been sticking like when the sun uh i think it's like in the summer the wood kind of sweat uh swells and so it sticks really bad and it's hard to get open that's fine uh, yeah so that we're leaving we're leaving all this in the podcast everybody gets to know <laughs> well, anyways make it so hey do you want to be on our podcast yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah what's your top five real quick <laughs> um uh, has anyone seen citizen kane Yes. Yeah, I hated it. Okay, so I'm like the only one who hasn't seen like the greatest movie of all time. It's not. It's like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't, I did not enjoy it. And I was, I think we might have talked, we, we, we might have talked about this on a podcast before, but it was one of those movies where I guess I can see why, 
I can definitely see why people in that time might have liked it, but we're just way too late to it. It's like we're, we're spoiled by the by the way movies have changed and the movies we've seen, and I don't know. I, I just thought it was it was kind of hard to get through. It was really it was really boring. Actually, I watched this other Orson Welles movie, Orson Welles movie called The Third Man that was way better. Like I I like that one a lot better. Um, but yeah, so, who's in that one? Orson Welles. Orson Welles again, yeah. yeah I can't remember the other actors in it. Uh, I know that the, the lead guy, I think, was kind of popular at the time, but I forgot what his name was. But Because Orson Welles is more of a supporting role in that one. But Orson uh, Welles appreciate this. The only thing I know about <laughs> Orson Welles is the joke in Superbad when Jonah Hill says, no wonder Orson Welles ate his fat ass to death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, Chris. Like, I don't, I wouldn't even tell you to watch it. Like, I feel like you have to watch it just because it's like on all the top film lists, but I didn't enjoy it at all. So, I don't do well with black and white, honestly. Well, you don't do well with what? Black and white. Oh, black and white movies, yeah. And that's why. You, did you even ever finish Roma and you watch like some no. of it and then stop? Yeah. The, the, the black and white put me to sleep. I don't mind black and white um, at all. I just. I don't know. Well, I, I, I didn't like that movie. I think I'm more bummed. I know this is such a stupid argument, but uh, I love the like the dark contrast in Pincher films. Like I love the his coloring. Yeah, it's like you know Michael Bay has his tint, and then David Fincher has his tint. His like style. I'm sure like the black levels will be cool. I guess in black and white, but. I, I almost like don't like that because I want to see how he does his his like typical thing like yeah. just picture films are just really cool and, and yeah that. yeah I agree yeah it's not gonna be I don't know it's gonna be hard to do his style without color but I just so yeah I don't know like I, I I didn't really care for Citizen Kane so do we really care about how it was made in a movie about how it was made probably not even though, and like I feel like Gary Oldman is doing what he's been doing in the last few films that he's been in, where it's just like him and a lot of makeup and playing this like crazy character. Well, Justin, because Justin likes Gary Oldman a lot. I do like Gary Oldman. I, I I'm do biased too. For that, but. No, I do too. But like, what the last? What were the last two that he did? It was like kind of distracting. Just Gary Oldman. Well, Darkest Hour was what he won for. Yeah. Uh, and then the I, next I, one for that. I honestly thought, I just must have not been following, but I, I really did not like Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Oh, it's really confusing. I was like, I'm bored, so. It's, I think it's I just because it's so confusing. I actually, ha I actually own it, but I haven't watched it. It's one of those that I bought on a whim, like, many, many years ago, like, when it first came out, and I just never watched it. And then I even brought it downstairs at some point a couple, like, two months ago. I was like, I'm going to watch this, and then I never did, and I put it away. I was so excited for that movie when it came out. Like, I remember that was, like, my movie. Like, I'm so excited for Tinker Taylor's Older. And then I watched it. I was like, what? I don't know what happened in this movie. Yeah. I, I'm the same. I own it, Justin, and I watched it, like, a couple years ago. And I'm like, why? But it has a great cast. But I yeah. just... I think well, it's cool that uh, he's doing Mank in the style that he's doing just because of the time period it's focused on. And it's about Citizen Kane, so they're making it like in this style, of, it looks like the style of movie that would have come out back then. And I, and I think that's pretty neat. And the cast, he's got a really solid cast. And I, tr personally, I didn't even need a trailer. They didn't even need to release one. I was going to be excited and I was going to be there for it anyways. But, you know. I'm telling you, this is going to be the new wave of like how, what was it, two years ago? We had like the 
uh, biopics on musicians. Now movies are going to be focused on the making of movies, like when you have the Godfather um, uh, coming out or whatever, mm -hmm. the making right. of the Godfather um, focused on Coppola. And I mean, that's an incredible Oscar Isaac and Jake Gyllenhaal, that's gonna be great. But at the same time, it's like, do we need movies based About on movies? <laughs> and now it's going to be like an inception, like a movie within a movie within a movie. Well, some of those have such crazy stories. Like, I'm surprised we haven't had one on Apocalypse Now. And I know it's because there's a documentary that exists, but like, I'm still surprised that we haven't. Um, some, some of these movies just have insane backstories. And so, Wizard of Oz, The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, I, if we do get more of those, hopefully it'll be, you know, there's, there's uh, some. Justin, I think it's on Shudder, actually, and since you told me you have Shudder, uh, Cursed Films. Uh, I don't know if you've heard oh, yeah. of it, but it's like, uh, I think it's like a three-part or five-part, and it's focused on horror movie. I think each one is a horror movie, Sarah, and it's like about, like, things that have happened on set. Uh, yeah. I listened to a podcast about The Exorcist and all the crazy things that happened. There was, like, uh, a fire, and I don't, yeah, I don't remember all of everything. And died, and yeah it's uh and so it, it that would be interesting to watch for sure so yeah, like it was a, definitely it's like a little series on mm -hmm. yeah yeah That's i'm cool. only keeping shutter for the trial like i need to cancel it like tomorrow because there's just like there's some cool stuff on there but not enough to keep it for a month so i figured i would just for those of you who don't know like me because i didn't know shutter is like the netflix for horror movies yeah 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 and it's, it does it's got some pretty cool stuff on there yeah, like uh, Summer of 84. I'm glad you watched that. Yeah, Summer of 84 was really fun. Crazy ending. Um, I watched Mandy, the Nicolas Cage movie on there. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> I, I can't really rec recommend it. It's not, it's just not, it's just not for me, but like. No, it's it, exactly for you. Who is that movie for if not for you? If it's not Nick yeah, Cage being like yeah, right. crazy and weird. Oh, I love Nick Cage in it. I love exactly. how he's so weird and he just goes, he just really dials it up to 11, unsurprisingly. But it's just more like the visual style of the movie. Like, there's a lot of distorted imagery and dialogue, like, that I don't understand. It's like, I don't even get it. It's just it's weird. It's just a weird style. And it, it's, like, very dark and red and some scenes you can't really see very well. It's like what I imagine if a heavy metal song came to life and I was watching a heavy metal song. It, where it's just it's just like almost too much for me like, like you feel like you're on drugs when you're watching it is that yeah what you're and it makes me wonder if it'd be better that way but um, <laughs> it is a, it's a very strange movie and it's not like it's not bad it's very well done it's just that style is just it's just not for me um but i did watch this movie on shutter called scare me which was really really good and that's got aya cash and chris red and then the guy who directed it and wrote it is the star but i forgot his name already but it's it's uh, that's super good. It's like kind of like uh, picking at horror anthologies because the premise is just that these two people are holed up in a cabin and decide to tell each other scary stories. And so they're kind of acting them out and they do really cool like um, music cues and camera tricks and like lighting and stuff to kind of make it more exciting that they're just literally telling you a story because they're kind of acting it out. And then like Chris Red is like a pizza man who comes in and they bring him in on it. He, he steals the movie. He's so great. Um, but then they're also like, you know, kind of pointing out a lot of the inherent sexism of horror movies, which is kind of funny because he's like, Aya Cash's character is really kind of pointing these things out and the man 
the guy is like getting defensive about it and kind of annoyed that she keeps doing that. But um, yeah, it's really good and it's really funny. So I recommend that one. But the only reason I got it was for this movie called The Mortuary Collection that just premiered uh, Thursday, which is actually produced by a guy who used to work at the station years ago. Like I think he might've, he was definitely before my time. He might've been before your time, Chris. Um, his name is Justin Ross. He was in production, I guess, but he's out, he's out in LA making horror movies and produced this one. And it's, and it is a horror anthology, but it's like one of the best horror anthologies I've seen. It's, it's really, really good. Is that his first movie? I think it might be his first feature. He and the guy who wrote and directed it have done a lot of short films that are really great and have done really well, like festival circuit. And this movie did a maybe fantastic fest or something like a couple of, um, we should cool. try to get him on the podcast. We should, yeah. It's it was really really good. It's like Clancy Brown plays this uh, old mortician who is just basically recounting like the the strangest stories he's ever encountered to this young girl who's coming to like she says she's there to apply for a job, um, but um, yeah, but like most horror anthologies, like there's always like one or two of the stories that aren't great, and in this movie they're all really good. So it's kind of rare but it's it's a lot of fun and it's not really scary but it's really fun the mortuary collection vhs that was one where i was like oh like or even one and two there to your point it's like there's some really good ones and yeah those and then there's like some are like meh but uh that's good to know but i'm gonna i just wrote that down so i can try to watch that do you have shutter chris i don't uh which is kind of surprising that uh i'm him about getting the Hallmark uh, channel for Christmas, and then I don't have Shutter. So, oh, you like you buy the Hallmark channel separately? Well, they they do this thing, and I'm sure the only people that ever buy it are middle aged old people or whatever. I don't know what I'm saying, uh, but I uh, it's like it's Hallmark movies now, and I think it's if you pay for a year, it's sixty. Or it's uh, five ninety nine a month if you do it monthly, um, but you can get like they're on demand and they literally don't have anything until Christmas. And then there's like all those random Christmas movies. But that's how they get people to sign up. I think is because they they withhold, which is weird. If you buy it now, you don't get like any Christmas movies. It's just like the random BS Hallmark stuff. But then like I think next. Friday. Next Friday is when they release their Christmas collection, and then you can watch whatever you want. Looks like a Netflix for Hallmark. So, but yeah. they still have the channel that you can watch, the, yeah, you okay. can watch live or whatever. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I definitely use my parents' account for that because um, they have a, a cable subscription. Because uh, my Hulu won't even work for that. Um, so, yeah. yeah, gotta gotta get your Hallmark fix. It's just one of those things to have on in the background when we're putting up our 50 trees that we have, you know. It's, <laughs> That's funny. Not, not we, got we got more, like yesterday. There's two more trees, so. You yeah. bought more? I thought you put a kibosh on the tree buying. Not put a kibosh on, on anything. <laughs> uh, no, so, yeah. Not but, even Halloween yet, and you're buying more Christmas trees. What the hell? Did I tell you guys we have a, a black Christmas tree in our basement and we have a smaller black Christmas tree. So it's like Halloween. Halloween trees. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where we left off, but oh, if you want to see Mank, it's on Netflix uh, December 4th. 
I'm sure I'll watch it and not like it. Amazon um, released their trailer for Borat. So Borat sequel. Did we talk about that a minute ago? I feel like no, we haven't. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a new Borat movie coming out, and it's going to be released very soon, October 23rd, on Amazon Prime. That's next week, I believe. Um, yeah, oh, good. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in forever, but I loved quoting that movie too. It's like, "Show me your wares, Gypsy." Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those movies that was like Napoleon Dynamite that I really liked at the time, but just got so oversaturated into like. Culture. everything yeah that you just kind of like i haven't watched it in years for that reason because it's like i mean it's quoted all the time people are doing the imitations it's like i don't i don't need to watch it but i love sasha baron cohen and i like the borat character and all of the characters from the allergy show um so i'm gonna watch it mostly my if anything my hesitation is that like i'm not in the mood to laugh at our political situation right yeah. now so you know on one hand it'll be nice to have some levity but on the other it's like i i don't even know like it seems too i don't know uh, we'll see. I'm sure I'll watch it. I was, it's like, an- wondering how, because, like, he got so popular. I'm like, how could he ever do that character anywhere again? Like, people have to know, but um, it sounds well, like kind of, he- It looked like they worked it into the story. Like, people are recognizing him on the street, and he's, like, yeah. right, having to run away from them and stuff. But he's doing it, like, in character, as if the character Borat, whatever. Not famous, doing. yeah. So it's called uh, Borat Subsequent Movie Film. <laughs> That's, That's the abbreviated version. There's a full, there's like more of it, but yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I think it actually looks really good. I hope it's good. Um, I'm sure it'll be just, you know, funny I, in parts. I, I don't know that it's going to be great by any means. I think the first one was just so like, wow, this is so cool and, and different. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, uh, like, I definitely um, laughed a lot while watching the trailer. The trailer's great. So, and how he, you know, got into the, uh, I don't know if it was a Republican convention or whatever, at the, in the trailer, that was really funny. Um, yeah. Just, and it's cool that he filmed it in secret, like back in August, I guess, mm-hmm. somebody spotted him in character and was wondering what was going on. And then there were sort of reports about maybe he did a sequel and then suddenly there was a trailer and it's coming out in October and it's just kind of neat and crazy how fast it went. But I think they were purposely trying to get it out before the election. Probably. I don't know how he does what he does because he is able to fool so many people for so many different things. Even um, uh, what was that series that he did for Showtime? Was it a series or an interview? Yeah, I mean, like for him to be able to do that, I mean, super talented. Gutsy. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Um, also coming to Amazon. Go Amazon! Like they're getting Borat uh, coming. Coming to America 2 is moving to Amazon Studios. So that's supposed to be December 18th, which is like yeah. soon. Yeah, and it's like, it's another sad blow to movie theaters because it was obviously supposed to go um, to theaters. But I mean, I'm, but I'm obviously excited to get it. And that's only two months away. That's, that's mm-hmm. awesome. So the first one came out in 1988. Um, and now we're getting a sequel. I bet we'll get a trailer any day now. Yeah. I'm really wondering if movies are going to have to be, I mean, I guess that's something next year they're going to have to decide is depending upon COVID figuring stuff out. But I mean, I was just thinking last night, uh, I watched it chapter two 
And for some reason, I was just thinking about like, we had our surround sound and I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, I feel like I'm kind of in the movie theater. And then I was like, well, I, I miss going to a movie and seeing like a horror movie in like Dolby or something and having you really be immersed in the experience. But I thought about Tenet. And then I started thinking about all these movies that are put on hold. And I keep wondering in my mind, like, okay, we've always said from the start, like, oh, COVID, you know, hopefully this doesn't last very long. And then now we're, you know, closing in on um, going to be like a year in, in a few months. And I keep wondering if they're, if movie studios are going to have to make that decision, like, do we just keep delaying or are we going to have to just release stuff on streaming services? I mean, and, and we, I guess we don't know what's going to happen, but it's, it's sad for the movie theaters because I do, I love watching movies at home, but I also love having like a date night and like being able to experience the movie theater. And I can't ever like make popcorn the same as popcorn in the movie theaters. So um, yeah, it just, it sucks. But I do like the option of, you know, watching stuff at home on Amazon. Cause I feel like Borat would have been the type, a, a movie that would have been released in theaters too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like something like Hillbilly Elegy may, you know, like, I don't want to see that at home. It sucks that that's like your option, but, um, like, I, yeah, Borat, I don't know, Coming to America is one I probably would have gone to see in theaters too. Yeah. I feel like maybe comedies are a little bit easier to watch at home than like the big pretty Fincher films that, you know, deserve to be in theater or Tenant, um, but. That's kind of how that's been going anyways. We've had, we haven't had a lot of, I feel like, certain kinds of comedies haven't been going to theaters anyways and they're just a lot of streaming stuff so um i'm sure they'll play really well at home but it's oh, yeah. you know it's a bummer yeah well it i really just is. i looked over on this list sarah and speaking of comedies at home uh i have not watched it yet but has anybody watched qb halloween yeah yes. justin did I, I, you I, did okay. <laughs> how, how was that it was actually not bad like i you know uh I kind of went into it because I thought the trailer was <laughs> made it look really bad. I went into it thinking it was going to be, this is the terrible movie that ha Adam Sandler threatened us with, but it's really not that bad. It's kind of like, I laughed a few times. I mean, it's not good. It's still really dumb and really silly, but it was actually like just one of those, it's like a comfort movie. It just surprisingly was really nice. And uh, his voice did wear on me a bit. Like I don't think he needed to do a silly voice for this character um but i mean the cast is insane he's got fun nods to like his old movies um including a cameo that i don't want to spoil for you guys in case you watch it but um it's it's surprisingly fun i you know i enjoyed it and, and like june squibb is in it playing his mom and she gets to be silly and just say these ridiculous things and you know it's yeah it was it was surprisingly fun i probably will even watch it again before halloween to be honest well um, there was a news anchor from like Boston that was in that movie and she got fired for appearing in it. What? Oh, I think yeah. I know why. Okay. Um, no, not the, there was like, I think there was more than one. This was the one that was dressed up as, uh, was a Harley Quinn? Yeah. 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 She got fired. So, so what was the re, I didn't, I just saw the headline, but I like, was, did she have a speaking role? Is that like, and she said something that. I, I'm like so lost at how you get fired. I can't remember what she would have said unless it was just that she was wearing the Harley Quinn costume. <clears throat> she got fired for like breach of contract from her news station. Like she wasn't supposed to, I don't know, I guess appear in anything and Interesting. So she got fired for it. 
the Harley Quinn thing is actually kind of a funny joke in the movie. It's like every adult woman is dressed as Harley Quinn. Yeah. It's no, like, awesome. wasn't there another news anchor who had, like, really inappropriate t-shirts on in the film or something? Ooh, maybe. I, I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know, but this one got fired, so, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I mean, like, I had no desire to watch it, because I cannot even watch Waterboy with his stupid voice, but if it's not that bad, then maybe I'll check it out. It's, it's a nice, like, you don't have, even have to pay a lot of attention to it, it's just, you know, it's just kind of, you know. It, it made me feel good. You know, um, I just watched, when, when you said that you might watch it again, um, I had just seen Rocky Horror Picture Show for the second time in my life. And I was actually, like, enjoying it. Like, I like Tim Curry is so great in it. And he has a great voice. The movie's, yeah. the movie's weird. Like, I don't, I had to keep, like, Gretchen was singing along to almost every word because she grew up watching it. And I was so, like, I was like, I don't understand, like, what is, what is it, like, is he an alien? Is like, what, what? Like, I don't understand the story at all. But like, tra- I'm Transvestite from Transylvania. Right? I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I just, I, I'm so confused and then it's so cheesy. And, but I like found myself right afterwards. I was like, I think I'm gonna watch that again before Halloween's over because I actually just enjoyed, um, maybe it's just because I enjoyed watching Tim Curry. Uh, honestly. So, yeah. Like, I grew up, like, I was in the theater world, like, totally in high school, and that was such a cult classic. Like, I mean, like, we'd go to, like, theater conventions, and people are doing the time warp on the dance floor and crap. So, like, I had to like it in high school, or, like, pretend to like it, because it was, like, such a, everyone, everyone in, like, theater loved that movie. And I actually never... (laughs) really liked it at all <laughs> and uh my friend my one of my high school theater friends like posted something about Rocky or picture show on social media and I was like okay confession time um I actually never liked Rocky Horror picture show <laughs> like, I don't, it's one of those musicals I just don't really enjoy that much <laughs> um, my dad wasn't a fan my mom loved it so we watched it all the time as a kid like not even just for Halloween it was like Tim Curry was like simultaneously one of my first crushes and also gave me nightmares because of that movie. <laughs> and then of course he went on to play Pennywise and it just made it even worse. But like, mm-hmm. I, I love Tim Curry. I love that movie. It's, it was funny. I saw you uh, post about it and I told my wife, I was like, classic Chris talks about this movie as if like. <laughs> I, know. I know. I Of course, I'm glad Sarah didn't call me out because she usually calls me out. And she's like, what was that? Oh, good time. I think is what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like yeah like four years ago or whatever i'm like yeah i would have but i've been off facebook all month so i have no idea what's going on on that, <laughs> that website yeah we haven't we haven't rewatched rocky horror yet uh it's usually one that we put on every, sometime around halloween though uh but uh yeah it's, it's a great one you, uh, if you need to watch it yeah i'm just really i'm really happy that i can be like uh free of my you know, pretend Rocky Horror fandom because <laughs> we thought it was really stupid. That's funny. Uh, yeah, and then Justin, you also watched Boys in the Band on Netflix. Yeah, Boys in the Band, it was really good. I had, uh, I don't want to say low expectations. I really had no expectations going into it. I saw the reviews were pretty good and the <laughs> cast is great, but um, yeah, I decided to throw it on whatever day it was and, and I really liked it. I think, um, I didn't even know it was a play before, but it's very obviously just a play. I mean, the whole movie takes place in one room, um, except for like, there's a couple of flashback scenes, but 
um, it's, uh, yeah, it was really good. And I don't really like Jim Parsons all that much usually, but he's really good. And um, Matt Bomer, I think is really good in general. He has like kind of a smaller part, sort of like, if any, he's like one of the guys that's like around, but doesn't speak a lot. But Andrew Reynolds is really good. Zachary Quinto is great. Tuck Watkins, who's from Kansas City, he's he's in it. He's really great. Um, but uh, yeah, there's like a a point in the middle where it's like it's like the movie suddenly just forgets what the plot's been about and they takes like a tangent with another thing, and so it was like a little distracting for me. But but again, it's based on a play, so it's you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's yeah, I really liked it. I would recommend. Awesome. It's kind of another fun, like, you're just watching people talk, but you're so, like, absorbed and enamored by these people and their conversations they're having, and, you know, you can't help but, like, you feel crushed when they feel crushed. It's it's really, really well done. That's another good streamer to check out. Chris, what have you been watching? Um, so last night I watched It Chapter 2, finally, um, and I I really enjoyed it. Like, I don't think... I think there were some issues with it. Um, so it chapter two, it's on Hulu. And I think it might be on HBO actually now as well. Um, but it's, uh, it, it was a little disappointing in parts because I had seen the original miniseries and, um, and I thought some scenes were really well done in that. But I also think overall, like the miniseries kind of sucks, like in my opinion. Um, but I, I just really liked all the actors uh, in it. I, I just think my biggest frustration was the CGI, like the animation. Some of it looked really cheesy. Um, it was also long. It didn't feel long, but I just don't like wasting three hours, not wasting, but I don't like three hour movie. It was, I think two hours long. and a minute. Uh, I told Justin, it, it, you know, it, it didn't feel, it felt probably like two hours and 15 minutes to me. Um, it just, I was like, oh wow, it's like 1130 by the time I ended, ended it. Um, but I would recommend it. I thought it was good enough that where I would watch it again. Um, it just, the first one's so good. And I will say, I never told you, Justin, the de-aging of the bigger yeah. kid was very distracting. Um, yeah. And I, Gretchen looked it up and I guess the problem was, I think he had lost some weight and then they had to de-age him, but also like put on the weight to match the, you know, so it was a little, like his was the only one that felt really distracting to me. I'm like, that's not his face. Um, yeah. So that was, that was a bummer, but I don't know how you're going to do that with kids. I mean, that's the struggle. They, they grow too fast and then, you know, yeah. the time between filming, I get it. Um, and then I think the only other one I really wanted to mention was uh, on Netflix, uh, American Murder, The Family Next Door. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, that was really intense. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys know the story. Yeah, that's why I don't want to watch it, because it, I know how awful it is, and I feel like that's just triggering. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's like, and, and honestly, <laughs> it's like harder to watch, because there's no, it's a, it's a documentary, um, but it's basically just like raw footage, and like from social media, and then they'll they'll kind of create some graphics that are the text messages between the husband and wife, and so you're you're kind of understanding how this plays out. But it's all like police video, like body cam footage. You really feel like you're there. So it's it's almost like well, like this is this is like too real, and it is like it, it'll break your heart, and, and it's yeah. very hard to watch. I, I just, I, I enjoyed it just because I love like documentaries and especially true crime stuff. Um, so it was an interesting take to see something different like that. 
but definitely a very hard watch. But on the op opposite end, I just I had to go on my Facebook, Sarah, to like look at what I've been watching, and um, I really enjoyed. Uh, I don't know if you've watched Get Organized, the home edit. So cool. That's on. Uh, that's on Netflix. That was. That's a fun one. Yeah, that was a fun watch. I didn't like like because they organize like all the celebrities. I'm like, I don't really care because like nobody has a house like a celebrity. You know, like my kitchen pantry isn't gonna look like freaking Khloe Kardashian's. Like I like when they do the normal people because I'm like, oh, like they have small houses and like not all white huge walk-in pantry closets that like nobody has that. So it's that part like annoyed me. I was like, I don't really care about the celebrity part of it, but I like it when they organize the real people. I like that it was like one area though of a celebrity house rather than like mm -hmm. whole house or whatever and yeah. so the Reese Witherspoon one also was kind of neat just to like see yeah her her memorabilia um but yeah I think that was like really what I've been watching um yeah maybe that was yeah. um we finally finished Fargo season three so we started Fargo season four with Chris Rock. Um, we only watched one episode yet. So, um, but I love the whole Fargo series. So if you guys haven't seen them, you should. Did you both freeze? One. No, I'm still here. Yeah, okay. Still. <laughs> you both froze on my computer. <laughs> I was like, what happened? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, season three was probably my least favorite. I think I liked two the best, then one, and then three and now we're on four um but david fewis how do you say his last name the guy who plays <laughs> professor lupin yeah. yeah he has these like disgusting teeth in season three and they always like zoom in like right on his nasty teeth like every episode and it's just like mm -hmm. but um yeah it was it's a good good series good show i'm really excited to see the kansas city aspect you huh? like yeah or so far We've only seen one episode. Um, I was a little distracted watching it, so I feel like I need to go back and rewatch it again. But um, yeah, Chris Rock, I mean, it's Kansas City, 1950s, and Jason Schwartzman's in it. Love him. So. I need, I need to watch it. I've only, I've only seen season one, and I started season two. Oh, my connection. Well, we lost Sarah. Um, She's still here in spirit. She's still here in spirit. Chris, it was great to have you on again. It's great right. to see your face. Here you are. It was great to uh, to finally be part of this podcast again. I thought I thought you were just gonna be gone. I was like, we're gonna take him off the pictures. I know. <laughs> no, I was like, they're probably hate me, so I, I need a podcast because they're probably like, okay, this guy's not a friend anymore. So no, it's good to remind people that you exist. Like, hey, you're still here. Yeah. I'm, I'm around. <laughs> All right, Chris, I'll see you later. All right, see ya.